Hey, family, if you are new here and listening to older episodes, we've made some changes. We rebranded and changed the name of the Abundant Living Podcast to Wealth and Wisdom Together with Wesleya and Willa. You're in the right place, and we're glad you are listening. So enjoy this episode. More than 70% of Americans either feel disengaged from their work or unfulfilled in their profession. Today, we're talking with Tanika Fitzgerald, Certified Career Alignment and Leadership Transformation Coach. If you are achieving great success in corporate America, and now you're questioning, is this even the ladder I was called to climb? We're talking about career transition, alignment, and fulfillment today. So you can stop pursuing a dream that isn't authentic to who you are and what you're made to do. Welcome to the Abundant Living Podcast. We are your hosts, Wesley Eccles and Willa Williams, co-founders of Trinity Financial Coaching. Every week, we have conversations that focus on stewardship principles to help you manage your money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally with ease. We do this while embracing the abundance of God. If you want to connect with the Christian community of professional women that are journeying through a purposeful blueprint that balances living a fulfilled life while building wealth for your future, you're in the right place. We invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Abundant Living Podcast with your friends and family. Welcome to the Abundant Living Podcast. Today, we have joining us Tanika Fitzgerald. She's a certified career alignment and leadership coach. We are so grateful to have her here today. Now, she helps successful leaders transition to build a career dream that is true to who they are and true to what they are called to do, not just what the American dream is. Ultimately, she helps each person catapult into the life and career of their personal dreams. Tanika, we are so happy to have you here. But first, let's get into our faith focus. Our passage is one that we know is close to your heart. And that passage is Colossians 3, 23, and 24. The word says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ that you are serving. Every work that we do should show our true love for Christ and our love for one another. And it should have our signature on it, our personal signature. And that is what Tanika helps us to be able to do, to identify what that is and to help us build our lives into that. Now, Tanika, I wanted to ask you, when you've achieved great success in corporate America, six-figure career, what made you ask the question, is this even the ladder <laughs> I'm called to climb? Well, 
That's an amazing question. Do we have time for me to go through all of that? <laughs> I will make time. Totally, we do. Uh -oh. We have we, here. <laughs> yeah, I just want to give you a little bit of background of how I got to that point. So from the time that I was a little girl, I was good at math. I was good at science. I loved pulling things apart, putting them back together. And so everybody told me, Tanika, you would be great at engineering. You would be a great engineer. And of course, we were probably all raised. You go to school, you get a good job, you work for 30 years, and then you retire and only have 50% of the income you had when you was working. You got to figure out how to still make that yep. <laughs> And so I went to school. I remember my mom at 14 years old. She said, I got a, a summer job for you. And it was at an engineering firm. So I was groomed to be an engineer. And so when it was time for me to go to college, everybody said, where are you going to major in? Engineering. And I remember I got the degree, first day on the job, I got in my car and I cried because I smelled like transmission fluid. I was working at a, at a plant. <laughs> and anybody knows me knows that I'm a girly girl. <laughs> I just got the environment for me. And I remember sitting there saying, this is not my life. This isn't what I want to do. I knew even in school when I was going through the classes, I don't like this, but I was taught you don't quit. You keep going. So I finished something that I never really wanted in the first place. And so I got the degree, got the job, and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to switch and I'm going to go do what I really want to do. And I knew for me that it was some area of business. I didn't know exactly what it was. So I said, I'm going to go back and get my MBA. So after getting my MBA, I discovered the world of marketing and consumer insights, which is where I built my corporate career. And I want to say that I absolutely love it, but it's not my true calling. It does use some of my gifts and my skills, but what God has called me to do and the impact that he's called me to make, I know that I'm not able to do it within the realms of that job. And I just continue to feel that internal tug. This God saying, this is great. You're doing well, but it's not what I've called you to do. Wow. It's so funny, the similarities. I promise you, I also was kind of like going down this path. And my mom had found this program at Spelman for engineers and all of this. And I, I, that just wasn't it. And then when I took calculus and physics <laughs> in the same semester <laughs> in high school, I understand. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love physics. I, I love physics. This can't be my life. And then right. as you're preparing for college and you're going through the academic workbook that shows you all the classes that you need to take. And I saw calculus, one, two, three, four. <laughs> it takes one, two, three. I said, no, we don't. Mm -mm. I have, this is not me. This is, that is not my ministry. I'm not doing that. So I, I did change to accounting, but I just love how you said that you were doing this and then you even switched to business, but yet and still that wasn't it. You mentioned faith. I yes. heard you mention opportunities. So apparently there were moments when you looked for opportunities for, for growth within yourself, right? Yeah. But let's talk about the challenges. Like what were some of the challenges that stood in the way of you making that ultimate career decision or what happens when you hear what God is telling you to do, but you're standing there going, yeah, but this check looks great. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. So there were challenges. And I think a lot of the challenges that I experienced and that women experience, my clients experience, number one is fear. And it's fear of letting go. I have invested so much time in, the, in getting the degree, time in building this specific career, money, student loans, education. I don't want to walk away from this. And also this is secure, right? This is my comfort zone. And one of the things that I've always been taught is as long as you stay in your comfort zone, you will not grow. And so I knew that I was comfortable here. And then God did a few things for me a few different times. My job got eliminated three different times. So I worked at one company, job got eliminated. And that was probably right before I had my, my first daughter. Then I got a job, had her, and then went back after maternity leave. And two weeks after being back, my job was eliminated again. And then got another job, had my second daughter, went back after maternity leave. And then the pandemic hit and my job was eliminated. And so I felt like that was God really saying to me, this is not what I've called you to do. And it's like, I'm going to push you out because you're not going to leave on your own. And so I just think that those were some of the challenges that stood in my way. And then for me, I am a learner. I want to be the best at what I want to be with anything that I do. And so I knew coaching was for me. I had been doing it in so many different areas of my life. And I just really couldn't figure out, like, how would I bring it all together? And how would I use all the skills and the expertise that I've built in my career over the years and then combine this with what I'm called to do? And so divine, I was in a restaurant and I met a young lady and we are great friends to this day. And she told me about this coaching program. She told me she was a coach and she had went through the certi uh, certification program. And I said, oh, I want to learn more. And I went and got my certification because I knew there are a lot, you don't have to have a certification to coach. But I knew that if I had one, I would learn the fundamentals that would really create great impact and change in the lives of my clients, right? And so I have the skills and the strategies to be able to do that. And then I also have the certification where I can do this for corporations as well. And so you talked about the money, right? A lot of people are scared to walk away from the money. But what I help my clients with is teaching them how can you transition into a career and still increase your salary. What When I listen to you and hear your journey, the thing that jumps out to me so profoundly is that even though you face all those challenges, you continue. You didn't stop. All those challenges were opportunity for you to prepare yourself for where you are now to be that school. Even to get the coaching certification, because you're right. You don't have to have a, a certification to be a coach, but it's opening up that many more doors for you and it's preparing you to be able and to better serve those clients that come to you. I think that's wonderful. When they see your journey, they see that you face difficulties and challenges. You kept going, you pursued, and you are where you are, and you are able to help them. It'll encourage them to move forward. Thank you. 
And I like what you said. Just because you transition doesn't mean that you're going backwards in regards to pay. Last week, this lady posted that every time she changed her jobs, she earned more income. And some, some people frown upon transitioning too much in a job. They, they want you to stick and stay. But she said that if she had not made these six moves, she wouldn't be earning the money that she makes. Now, granted, we're not talking about in alignment with purpose. We're talking about the move to make money. What steps do you do to make sure that the, the career that you're going for or the next job that you're taking is really in alignment with who you are and, and, and what you're called to do? So the first thing that I do with my client in my coaching program is we first sit down and we talk about what are your gifts? What are your strengths, right? You have a lot of coaches that talk about alignment. But when I say career alignment, what I mean is alignment, not in what just you're called to do, but what are your values? What are your needs in this season? How are those going to shift two years from now, three years from now? And a lot of times when we think about our career path, we don't think about that. And an example of that is I'm a mom to two little girls now. What I need in a corporate job is completely different than what I needed five years ago. I used to work in the pharma industry and I left there after being there for a year because it didn't align with my personal values. And a lot of times you experience unfulfillment in your career because you're not just out of alignment with what you're called to do, you're out of alignment with the company's mission and that, like the company's mission, vision, and values is out of alignment with your own. And so what I do with my clients is we first talk about what are our gifts and your strengths. And then we get into mindset because, and that is the most important step of this coaching program, because if you have limiting blocks or beliefs that are standing in the way of your success, you won't get there. And so that's what I love about the coaching certification program that I went through is I have those skills in my toolbox to really help my clients overcome those limiting beliefs. And then after that, we define your values. What are your values as it relates to personal values? Is it family? Is it life? Is it finances? What are your dreams? I have one client who came to me and said, I believe that if I work in corporate America, I can never be a millionaire. That's not true at all. And we talk about well, what is your life vision and how is that best going to be achieved? And then once we figure all of that out, then we Take all those things and say, okay, here's your gifts, here's your strength, here's your values. And now let's talk about what it is that you love to do. And then let's identify some career paths that are out there that might be ideal for you. And let's identify the ones that are out there that are not. Because I think it's very powerful for you to know what you don't want to do so that when opportunities arise, you can look at that and say, hmm, I've already identified that this is something that I don't want to do. You can look at opportunities and identify, does it fit with my values? Does it fit with my gifts and strengths? The things that God has placed in me that I know that he wants me to use, am I able to use those in this career? So for me, I know that God has placed in me the ability to motivate people, the ability to help them to overcome great challenges in any area of life. I love speaking. I love writing. And so I'm able to leverage all of those gifts in my coaching program. And so that's what I really want to help my clients do. And when we say career, a lot of people think it has to be a corporate career, but coaching is a career and that's not necessarily corporate, right? So 
I've had clients who want to transition into a different function within the corporate arena. I've had a client recently who wants to transition as a coach. And when we talk about your transition strategy, it's not just your typical career coaching where we're going to look at your resume and we're going to figure out like, what's your elevator pitch? When I say transition, we're looking at every aspect of it. If you want to leave your current job in two years, three years, what do we have to do from a financial perspective to get you there, right? So it's not just about we're going to help you to transition just from a job standpoint, but overall, what is the life that you envision and what are the steps that we need to help you take to get there? I'm so glad you said that because that is so important in career transitioning, making sure that financially you understand the impact. Not to say that you can't make the transition, but at least be fully aware and, and prepared for what you just the consequence or the circumstances that might happen with the switch or during the time of transitioning. What is it going to do to your savings account? What Absolutely. is it to your to your 401k account? What is it going to do? to your household budget. So yes, I'm so glad that you incorporate that in your career transition culture. Yeah, and I want to make sure my clients all increase their salaries. Like that's the goal here. It's, we, mm -hmm. Who wants to transition and take a pay cut, right? Especially when you're educated and you have skills. So that is not even something that we talk about or deal with. That's not even an option. And so if you have the belief that you have to take a pay cut, we're going to overcome that belief together. And then we're going to show you why you don't have to take the pick up. Love it. We we recently did a, an episode on navigating the uncertainties of today's environment. There's so many opportunities out there for persons to transition and move from job to job. Many of them have been thinking about it kind of narrowly just on I can make more money. But your approach is holistic. And it is not just we can make more money. One of the requirements is you're going to make more money, <laughs> but you want to do it and you want to make sure that they're doing it the right way. That's great. Absolutely. You mentioned some components of your program. What is the name of your program? The name of our program is um, Catapult. So it's a career transition coaching program. And it's very different because we go through a process of self-rediscovery is what I like to call it. Most of the clients that I work with, my ideal client is one who has spent years in corporate America and has had great success, has checked all the boxes, achieved the American dream. And now we're just feeling this inner tug, right? Like you, and you said at the beginning, is this the ladder that I'm called to climb? I've gotten up so many rungs and I got the six-figure salary. I have the promotion. I have the leadership role, but something is still missing. And I believe we spend a lot of time at work, whether you are in corporate arena, whether you are an entrepreneur, we spend a lot of time doing whatever is bringing money into our households. And I have a firm belief that God has placed gifts in each of us that we are to leverage to provide for ourselves and our family. And I also believe that he wants us to make impact through our careers. And not just impact to a company's bottom line. How are you impacting others, right? One of the questions that I ask all of my clients in our first meeting is, let's just imagine it's your 70th birthday and you're having a party and people are getting up to honor you. What do you want them to say? 
And that is where we start to really dig into not just what do you want to do, right? Not not on a surface level of I want to be a coach or I want to be a hairstylist, but why? Why do you want to be a coach? Who do you want to impact? What's the long the long-term vision that you have, right? And it has to be deeper than I want to make money because you can make money doing almost anything. Yeah. But is it fulfilling? And at the end of the day, do you say, God is pleased with what I'm doing? And I love it. And it is more than abundantly providing for me and my family. All right. I love it. (laughs) Is God saying, (laughs) well done. My good and faithful Mm -hmm. servant. I love it because all that God has given us, the gifts, the skills, the talents, all that he has given us, he wants us to increase it. And in in the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, not only increase it, but double it. Like the five got five more. The two got two more. Mm -hmm. And we're all apportioned these things according to our capacity to handle them. But whatever we do, we can't be the one that got the one where we were too afraid to do anything and we just sat on it. And so yeah. the fact that you can realize sometimes in the success, am I honestly doing all that God would have me to do? Have I honestly increased all the the gifts, the talents that he has given me to make an impact? And I love that you are utilizing a strategy to help your clients understand that and identify that and then lining up back up to who we are supposed to be as stewards. One of the things that I just thought about when you were talking was there's um, a book that I read and I love this book. I tell all my clients, friends to get it. It's called Driven by Eternity by John Revere. And in the book, there's a small allegory and a man, uh, he passes away and he gets to heaven's gate. On earth, he was a pastor. And so when he got to heaven and he looked at the face and the face of Jesus and Jesus called him by name and he said, oh, Jesus, I'm pastor so-and-so. And Jesus looked at him and said, I did not call you to be a pastor. And so I, that just was so ingrained in me because we make decisions based off of external influences. We decide by what society tells us we should be, we should do. And I believe we very rarely just really take a step back to say, God, what is it that you've called me to do? And this journey has a, has even helped me become a better mom because I ask God all the time, show me the gifts in my girls so that I can cultivate them. I want to be very careful not to push them into something that I desire for them to do. But I really want to be sure that whatever path they choose is something that they're passionate about and something that I know that God has placed in them. And it's my job as their mom to help journey them there. And I want to do the same thing for my client. We have so many parallels. (laughs) (laughs) So we will. Yeah, the two of you. Yes, yes. The two girls, the whole journey. Yes, the (laughs) spirit and the desire to serve others. To see others grow, it's so wonderful. One thing that I always think about is when we talk about serving and giving, you are serving and giving out of the abundance that God has given you. He's met all your needs. 
and he's giving you that much more to share with others and yeah. do it. You do it so openly and, and so cheerfully. It's just, I, I see, I see hand open, mm -hmm. you know, I see your hand open, just, just the desire for the things that you want, not only for your family, your girls, your husband, but for your clients in yeah. that you're leaving a legacy and building, showing people how to build that legacy. I think it's wonderful. And to have a process to bring others through it. I do. Yes, because I want to make sure that we are both well positioned for success. Success for me is that at the end of this coaching program, my client has experienced such transformation mentally, emotionally, in their career, financially. And I've come across women who have said, I don't believe that I can have impact in corporate America. And that's absolutely not true. There are people who are called to be lawyers. There are people who are called to be doctors. And so it's about, okay, if you're in the career of your calling, what is the impact you desire to have in that place? And let's identify that. And then let's come up with a plan for you to have that impact. So it's not like, so most of the clients that I have actually are trying to transition and stay in corporate America, but they're just really wanting to change career paths. So impact doesn't just happen as an entrepreneur. So for instance, if you're in the corporate arena and I have a lot of friends who are in HR and so it's about, okay, if you're in HR, what's the impact that you want to br bring? Is it that you really want to help people? Um, or you want to help companies be more considerate and loving of their employee and create different environments for people to work in and feel safe and comfortable, that's impact. And so for me, I have worked at consumer packaged goods companies. And for me, it was, I'm growing the impact. I'm growing the bottom line of cereal or soup. Or, and for me, I just knew that that's not the impact that I'm called to make. So let me pivot and do what I know I love and what I know is amazingly, will be amazingly blessed by God. According to the ABA Journal, they had an article that said that there are record high job opening and increased wages mm -hmm. offered by employers to attract new talent. And that has incentivized many workers to leave jobs and jump into this candidate-friendly market. But we also know that the pandemic has also caused people to honestly reevaluate, like you were saying, reevaluate their values and really tap into what is most important to them. So before we leave, what are three things that you would tell them to do first? The first thing I would do is assess why you want to make a move. Because there are a lot of jobs where in the midst of the great resignation. I mean, if anybody to, says to me right now, Tanika, I can't find a job, I will probably say, you're probably just not looking hard enough. Like, <laughs> right. it's a plethora of jobs out there. And so the first thing I think you should do is ask yourself why. Why do I want to make the leap? Why do I want to transition from where I am today to something else? What is it that I'm looking for? What is the change that you want to make? 
And then the second thing I would say, what's not working? Because if you don't identify what's not working, you will jump into another job, another opportunity, another career path that still isn't working for you. So identify those things. And before I go into the third thing, I would just say this pandemic has really made people reassess life in totality. More women have left the workforce in the last two years than men. And a lot of it, they say, is because of childcare. But I also believe a large portion of those women are being called or being pushed to just reassess life overall. If this pandemic has not taught you that life is too short to not do what you love, I don't know what will. There are people Absolutely. who were here yesterday and not here today. And so I would say, look at the whole of your life and what is it that you choose to become? Who is it that you want to impact and how do you want to impact them? And after you then answer those questions, then I would say, now go look for a job. Or do we want to launch into entrepreneurship? I think don't do jump blindly. Really take the time to assess why you're jumping and where you want to jump to. This has been wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. You know, you've given us a roadmap of how to make the decision to take that next step on your personal journey to impact and fulfillment. You've shown us that results don't just happen by accident. You got to do something. Oh, absolutely. You got to put it in the work. That, that's it. They happen because you follow a system, a process. You take the steps. You do the work. <laughs> And then you receive the help necessary to get you where you want to be to find fulfillment. I can think in my head of people who need to speak to you right now. They can get in contact with me by visiting my website. That's www.tanikafitzgerald.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash Tanika Fitzgerald. And on Instagram at Tanika Fitzgerald as well. You know, we've had truly a great time today. I know. Is it over already? <laughs> but Doesn't have to be. We have many more questions. We have more questions. And this is an ongoing yes. thing. I think this is the start of a, a very good relationship personally as well as professionally. Yes. Because, um, Absolutely. There is so much in sync with what we're doing. And so much in alignment with how we're trying to help people navigate this journey of managing money confidently. You help them live life purposefully, which is another one of our pillars. And then our final pillar is building wealth intentionally. It all works together. So I'm so glad that we've had this opportunity to have you yeah. on the Abundant Living Podcast. And I will just leave one more nugget. The more you love what you do, and the more fulfillment you get out of what you do, the more money you make. So once you start understanding who you are and what God is calling you to do specifically, you see how you can navigate that 
within your career. Yeah. The, the core of who you are never changes, but who you are, what you want, what, what you desire and what's most important to you, it changes as your seasons change. Early in my career, I mean, I moved to Minneapolis. I remember my dad said, Minneapolis, <laughs> who, who lives there? I'm not coming to visit you. <laughs> but for me, it was a career opportunity. I wouldn't do that now because I have two little girls and we want to be close to family. And so that means that if I'm looking for, if we're looking for a new corporate role, it's in, like location is important. Whereas for someone else, it might not be. And so with my clients, we look at every aspect of your career. I mean, every single last aspect of it to make sure when opportunities come, you can correctly assess them to say, is this a God opportunity or is this a good opportunity? You know, our end goal, Trinity, is really that everyone reaches financial transformation, stability, and success, freedom and wealth on their own terms. And mm -hmm. that's consistent with what you're saying on your own terms. Yeah. And success, society tells us who we should be and we believe it. And so it's time to really figure out what is success for me? For some people, it might not be a million dollars. For some people, I just want to be comfortable. And you got to be true to what you want for you and not allow anyone else to influence that. True to your values into what the Lord has sent to you and given to him yeah. and you're a dream and, and don't let anybody make you feel bad about it. And then just say my husband and I, we met, you know, we met with our financial, we met with our financial advisor today and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went through all that. What's our network? Right, right. You know, <laughs> and my husband is like, well, here she go with that. I was like, because I have a goal and I need to know. Where, where am I on the yeah. path to that goal? And then I said, okay, well, by the end of this year, we want our network to be X. What do we have to do? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so, and I used to, you know, let people make me feel bad about wanting to build generational wealth. One of my biggest goals in life is to send my little girls to school. I don't care what kind of school they want to go to. They say, I want to go to medical school, law school. I got it. Here you go. You don't, you don't come out of school with no loan. And then when you get out of school, I'm going to have something to present to you for you to start your life. You know, and I hear, especially in our community, especially in our community, we say, oh, she was born with a silver spoon in her mouth or she's only where he's only where he is because his daddy well, isn't that what your daddy supposed to do? Like, isn't that what your what your mom is supposed to do for you? Set you up, and that's what drives me. It's not any physical or tangible thing. I'm not moved by that. I'm not driven by things. But I want my girls to be millionaires by the time they're eighteen. Okay. They don't need to know it, but that's one of my goals for them. You know what? Wes has talked about the things that you have in common with her, but what you just said is the reason why I turned to financial education because 
So many of the people in my life have not had the opportunity to capitalize kids or anybody. Mm -hmm. you, I, I can't help you. I went to school the same way. No student loans. It was like work, pay, work, pay. It took me a long time to get my master's, but that's okay. I came out with zero dollars in student loans. And now my husband and I, 34 years, we don't have kids that we bore. We got a thousand other kids, including those two sheep. <laughs> but, but, you know, we, our goal for them is to leave a legacy and inheritance so they can, I don't, I want to see them. I don't want them to have to struggle for everything. I want to be able right. to, to, like a neighbor told me a couple days ago, one of their relatives gave them the money to put down on their house. I want to do that. And we, can do that. we couldn't do that in the beginning. No one in our family could do that when we were younger, but now we're positioning ourselves to be able to do that. Not for one, but many of them. And so mm -hmm. to be able to sow and to give and to continue to live and enjoy your life is what God has called us to do. Absolutely. And we are helping to show us how to do that. So we just bless God for you for everything you've said, for your spirit, your, your spirit of benevolence, for your spirit of service, just for surrendering to him. We bless God for that. And I'm I bless God for you. Y'all stuck with me now. <laughs> I'm in, We're glad to find sister. I'm a living testimony. It can happen. Yeah. That's what it we can did. happen. That's exactly what we did for our, for our girls. I'm telling you, it, you can do it. So just mm -hmm. stay, the, stay the course. Keep your focus. Faith. Opportunities for growth, overcome the challenges, have great understanding of why and a strategy. You got it. You have Walking it, it out right now. Walking yeah, it out. It. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We had so much I, fun today. I know. <laughs> I know. Do we have to stop? Well, you know, we, we really have had a great time today and we pray that something that we've shared in this episode helps you to live your life purposefully and live your life according to how God has called you to live it in abundance yes. and fulfill. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll end with your quote, Tanika, stop pursuing a dream that isn't authentic to who you are <laughs> and what you are made to do. We hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at MyTFCoach. Bye for now and continue to live abundantly, putting God first as you manage money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally.